Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Dangerous. It's your boy, DJ Big Bopper here. And we're back with another episode of Wave of the Planet. That's right. This is our uh, first episode of Wave of Planet on our new school year. Today was oh. our first day of classes. First day of class. Woo! <laughs> so, um, how's class gone for you so far? Uh, How's your week? It's actually been pretty dang good. Um, I had uh, I had a class. It's called um, it's Intro to Project Management, and honestly, it sounds a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot of fun, a lot of problem solving, a lot of different things. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I could see myself doing something like that. So I mean, it's kind of fun to get near the end of your uh, classes and. There's another thing that maybe, hmm, maybe I want to do this. Maybe I want to be a project manager. Yeah, the best part, well, because, like, a lot of these classes that you take, like, you take a certain amount of classes, and it, like, at some point, you're just, like, you're taking classes because you have to. Exactly. So it's, like, cool to find a class where you're, like, oh, I actually genuinely like this. Like, this could be cool to, like, you know, do in the Exa- future. Exactly, because it's a, it's, like, a 40, it's a 4,300 level class, and it's one of my, um, my, high-end electives mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what they call your them. upper level yeah my upper level elective so it's like you know what this sounds this sounds like entertaining i guess like compared to the other classes like i'm not a tech writer so i didn't want to do tech writing oh dude don't speaking <laughs> of tech writing i'm taking three tech writing classes this semester which okay so explain to me what tech writing is because i always thought tech writing was like actual like english three it would be like a newton where all i do is write write papers but from what y'all were talking, it's something so else. So it's there's different ones. Um, there's tech writing and editing. There's tech writing and document design. There's tech writing for electronic mediums, and then um, there's another one. Uh, I don't remember the name, but I'm taking three of them this semester. And uh, the first one is tech writing and editing. I want to say, mm-hmm. and so or that no, I'm in tech writing and editing. One of the I'm in that right now. Okay, and so um, this one, and I'm in document design. So document design is where we're going to play with Photoshop and um, so, and a bunch of other things like that. We'll right. learn more in depthly, um, and you use those a lot. Tech writing and editing is basically learning. Um, different like writing formats and how to edit those writing formats uh do you use do you know what format you usually use when you um when you have written papers before for engineering it's but basically it's typically apa okay or research style so like i use a lot of ap and apa because i was a psych major and then um with comms Mm -hmm. and like journalism and stuff like that you use a lot of apa well we're writing in chicago i was about to say chicago man chicago i feel like or this is my experience. If a uh, professor wants you to do format in Chicago, they just want you to hate your life. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> and so, um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what tech writing is, but it's actually really good. Um, it's not classes that necessarily anyone wants to take, but you actually do, really do learn a lot from them. And they do end up being really beneficial. Plus, um, I'm a comms major, and so it's built into my degree that I can have a writing, a tech writing minor, as long as I declare it, which I need to go do this week. Which, I mean, you had some uh, other interesting news. Didn't you say you got an email or something? Yeah. Yeah, I woke up this morning uh, to an email. Um, I was like, oh, God. 
an email from Tarleton State University. <laughs> you never know how that's going to go. And you really don't. And I was like, there's no way there's a code purple. It's too cold outside. Uh, it's okay. If it's like not a code purple, they'll still send out a code purple saying, hey, there's no warning today. Like, yeah. What? Code purple alert. There is no code purple. <laughs> but it, uh, it's from, you know, um, pretty much the like admin office. And it, it said spring 2019 graduation application status. And so I was like, oh, crap. I was like, oh, they're going to tell me. Sorry, girl. You're it. <laughs> Try again this summer, maybe December. Um, Good luck next time. The Office of the Registrar received your graduation application for spring 2019. Um, I sent it in four months ago, so I hope you received it. <laughs> and conducted a review of your academic records to ensure you meet all degree requirements. The following information was found during our review. That doesn't sound positive. Yeah, I was like, what? You're like, mm-hmm. And so um, you were cleared for graduation and provided you successfully complete all courses in progress. So, so you decided to push off all your tech writing to the last semester and said, you know, what, let's do it all right now. I'm also taking history and government because I didn't want to take them. And then I took one of them um, online over the summer and it was just a lot. I was really I was really busy this summer. Mm-hmm. I did a internship. I was here at the station and then I was t- I took 15 hours over the summer. Um, and so that just got to be a lot and I ended up dropping it. So I'm taking government again. I'm taking the same exact class with the same exact professor. It's even I'm Yay. and it's online and it's even worse. I was talking about earlier. I have an assignment due on Tuesday, um, and it's a like about you discussion board and all that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. That won't take that long. But then I have an actual assignment due on Wednesday, discussion board, and then you have to respond to two of your classmates by Friday. And this professor has everything due at eleven instead of twelve, and she's like, Whew, but whatever, it's cool. See, at I'm, least I'm gonna make it through. <laughs> my classes are at least like fun. <laughs> well, I have one that's gonna be fun. Applied PR, so I'm taking three tech writing classes. Uh, government and history, because, you know, duh. Didn't want to take that either. And then um, <laughs> applied PR, which I'm not trying to convince anybody to be a comms major or anything, but it's a really useful degree, number one. And number two, Tarleton's communications program is amazing in that, like, I'm literally going to get a job this semester because my applied PR classes, which is kind of like your capstone, we literally, we're hitting the ground running. It's a one-day-a-week one class. It's on Wednesdays from like 2 to 5. And we're hitting the ground running on Wednesday. We're not going to do a syllabus. She's going to say, we're not, I don't think we're going to have tests either. So she's going to be like, this is when these things are due. Um, because it's more like real world based and like job based. Yeah, see, that's so, how my one class is. I got that. Yeah. So it's like we're starting on Wednesday with like resumes and stuff like that, cover letters. And in this class, we're going to be applying for jobs and interviewing and stuff like that. So I'm hoping. And our teacher, she's done a lot in journalism. Um and uh, public relations, which is what I want to go into. So I, she's got good connections, and I'm, I'm really hopeful. Awesome. Yeah. Like I said, my uh, my business management professor, or not, not project management professor, uh, she's like, she came in, she was like, I'm not like a certified teacher, quote unquote. Like, I have, I'm not a trained teacher. I'm yeah. a business, like, this is my background. Like, I've done a lot of business in my life. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our stuff's like real world. Like, we have... We have a, a midterm. Our only tests are midterm and final because those mm-hmm. are required. Yeah. And our midterm is all terminology and our final is our project. Yeah. So it's just like it's all real world. Like, and I like that better. Do you? Yeah. I'm a, I am a, <laughs> Absolutely. I am a hands-on, hands-on. Er- learner. I want to do stuff. I want to problem solve. Hypothetical questions are cool and all. Yeah. But how can I prove exactly. it? And I think that um, as, as more – the world is changing, <laughs> yeah. and as um, education starts to reform a little bit more, I think that more people will see that uh, having more 
um, hands-on, you know, well, having more hands-onness in the classroom. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, just using more real-world examples yeah. in well, the classroom. Not only that, but we had talked um, before, kind of how I felt, like, definitely with, like, engineering. Like, we don't need, I, I feel like they should definitely be more apprenticeships yeah. kind of deal, because, like, as much as I learn, just throwing equations at me, throwing formulas, throwing, I know how to do the base of everything. Like the, I might not have everything memorized, but I know how to work problems from the ground up. Like yeah. I know how to figure it out. And not to brag, but again, like the, that's why I really love the communications department because, um, like an apprenticeship that would be our equivalent mm-hmm. to an internship, mm-hmm. and like it's pretty much required that you have an internship before you graduate. Mm-hmm. And, like, Winslow, she's really good about, like, all right, let's get you an internship. We need to have you in one, if not uh, this coming up semester, this summer, like, so that you can, and even if you don't have one before you graduate, get you in one this summer so that you can have that experience. Exactly. And so, um, and I mean, I struggle in a normal classroom where you're just, like, looking at the board lecture, just, like, do it. Like, in the traditional classroom. Yeah, and it, it's... I don't want to say that it's because we're like millennials and it's like we have everyone says we have ADD and all this stuff. But I think that it's really it's, just wanting to be more hands on. Honestly, it, I would say that there's a combination of things. It's like, well, there's no one true way to teach. Like, No, there isn't. And I think I think and I think everybody needs a different style. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to speak for our generation, but I do want to say that I think we value time a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um we are the generation who's asking for more money for pay because we understand how valuable time is. Mm. And I think that we realize that that's why I think that's why a lot of kids who are, are like, you know what? College may not be for me because the, the four years that you are going to, I don't want to say waste, but the four years that you're going to be in school, you may not need that for what you want to do. And that's time yeah. wasted to you. Exactly. For me, I'm going to need school. So I came, but like, it's not the same way for everyone else. Exactly. And so. and I, like I want to be an engineer. It's I've always wanted to be an engineer. That's why I'm in school. It's like, I want to be an engineer. Now I could have easily done, um, went off to trade and just done like mechanic, mechanical work. Yeah. Um, just got into a trade yeah. that is like the same, but a little bit underneath it. I just, I just wanted, I felt with an engineer, engineering degree, I can kind of do whatever I wanted. Exactly. And so to you, it's worth it. But to some of the, like, I literally did a whole presentation in one of my speech classes about why you should consider going to a trade school. Yeah, I I 100% believe that is a very viable option for most of, like, most people don't need to go to college. I've had, I knew a guy, it took him six years to graduate, and he got a general studies degree. Hey, what are you going to do? I mean, and at that point, like, you have a general studies degree, just to say you have a degree and there are some places that like you have a degree will hire you it doesn't matter if it's with your degree they see a diploma and they're like you're hired but to me if i'm not getting a degree in something that i want to pursue or it's kind of a yeah it's it's kind of like like a waste of time exactly so it's just yeah i don't know i but we love college (laughs) i love you know i love the experiences of college definitely and it's definitely it's starting to evolve more and i wish uh, like we're getting that new engineering building. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. They're going to have labs. They're going to have a lot more hands-on stuff that I didn't have the ability to use while I was here. But Dude, I'm man. starting to reminisce. <laughs> it's the beginning of the year. It's the beginning of a new semester. I'm starting to reminisce a little bit. Um, before we go down that lane, song of the week, man. All right. I'm going to go with um, a little 
well, little band you might have heard of. It's called Genesis. I know we talked about um, both Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel before. And I'm pretty sure I did each of them separate. Well, I'm going to put them together. It's Genesis, and we're going to use Invisible Touch. And I believe this came out in, like, the 70s. So they got a little bit of a more of a 1986, flare. maybe? I lied. Okay. <laughs> he tends to oh. do that. No, which no, he's, one, he's which one I was thinking came out in 76. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely got a really interesting beat to it. And uh, th- this I, is one of those songs that you, like, you hear it and you know what decade it came out because it's just like, it just feels it. The thing is with Genesis, they just how they incorporate this electronic into all their songs, yeah. just how they do it and perform it is just phenomenal. And the, I just really enjoy them. It's enjoyable to me. It is enjoyable to him. All right, well, let's give it a listen. Well, yeah, I, I'm surprised you haven't had we haven't had Genesis on here before because I know how much you love Phil Collins and your uh, and your Peter Gabriel. Well, I mean, and I know we've gone over this before. I mean, Peter Gabriel, Phil Collins. Who would you pick? Okay, me, Phil Collins, because Tarzan. <laughs> I wanna know. Can you show me? I'm I, like. A hundred percent, yes, because <laughs> I'm just a Disney fan, and that's what Phil Collins is to me. He's the heart of Tarzan. He is just everything that is good and in the world. See, I think Phil Collins is a better musician. However, I think Peter Gabriel is a better like showman. We're gonna talk about later on um, a rap duo who. I kind of feel the same way. Lance had a lot to say about it earlier, and I was like, I'm going to use some of your quotes later. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, we've officially had some Genesis on now, so can't <laughs> say we haven't done that. What about you, Charday? What's going to be your song of the week? Well, I just ordered um, a couple of vinyls in the mail, and I'm mad because I sent them in the wrong place, so I might have to go home this Oh, she week. was all flustered. I was. But um, I... I'm a real big fan of Casey Musgraves. I love Casey Musgraves. Um, I loved Same Trailer, Different Park. That was one of my favorite albums. I love almost every song on that album. And so I ordered it on vinyl, um, and I actually get to go see her in a couple months with my best friend's twin brother. So um, the house, or the house, the song that I chose by her, uh, it's called My House, and it's from Same Trailer, Different Park. Uh, This album came out a long time ago. Um, and not almost say a long time ago, but probably like 2013. I think actually, I think it was like New Year's of 2013. Wow, um, that's a long time ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about, I was in high school then. I wasn't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but um, and so I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I'm not like. I, I mean, I listen to country every once in a while. I live in Seville, so I kind of have to. Yeah, I was like, and yeah. I'm not like the biggest country fan but i just really love her vibe and her sound um i just have to say the uh the album names hilarious same exactly. trailer 
different park. <laughs> so go ahead and take a listen to My House. Washington and Idaho and Oregon and away we go to Tennessee and Arkansas. No, we won't stop till we've seen them all. Till we've seen them all. So what else could you ask for? You don't even need a passport to see the whole world from our living room. So come on, hit your wagon to the happiness of dragon. I mean... It's just catchy. Don't See, judge no, me. No, no. To me, it's funny because um, I'm not country at all. Like, I live in the suburbs yeah. of Houston. And so, like, a lot of what she sings about is just, it's just humorous to me. Because it's exactly. like, I've never dealt with anything like this in my life. And I think that, like, because her music, oh, she's got some really good ones. Like, uh, everyone's heard, like, mind all your biscuits and life will be gravy. She's got a song called Biscuits. And follow your arrow wherever it points. Like, she's got some really good stuff. And I think that most of her um, her music is relatable. But the funny thing is, is, like, that, that's not relatable, See, but it's, it's funny. it's relatable, but it's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what makes it so good. But um, that's from that album same trailer different park which is also a funny name um, i know i was thinking i was like see these are the things that i i never like i've never lived in a no and i don't think i don't think house. she I think did either i don't think she did either honestly i think she's just a country musician and yeah so, yeah just um let, let's sing about the country things exactly <laughs> but she did have a new album come out and it's really good it's called uh golden hour won a couple of awards oh, pretty cool. sure we've talked about it we have we definitely have we talked about it a bunch um so those are my, our songs of the week, actually. Sorry, I'll include you this time. <laughs> We're talking about a new semester, a new beginning. Um, new year, new me. New year, new me. Um, what? Okay, New Year's. Like, there's the whole, there's this whole stigma about New Year's resolutions. And then I heard some recently and I was like, man, it's kind of smart. What do you think about New Year's resolutions? Do you um, have any? I do. Well, obviously, number one is uh, I want to graduate this year. Hey, there you go. <laughs> By December 2019, I want to have a diploma in my hand. Hey, hey, and you know what? The thing is, you graduated from high school, so you're going to achieve that no matter what. <laughs> I hate you. There you go. And I just, man, I want to have my bachelor's yeah. in my hand by 2020. Speak it into existence, man. Like, yeah. Going to like I'm be taking 15 hours over the summer and that should put, keep me on track and I should be able to do it. So um, that's definitely one of my the biggest one because I, I want to go into 2020 with a degree. <laughs> yeah, but, I um, get that. But definitely, let me think. Um, man, honestly, I kind of just started uh, when my life around. I had the whole health scare with the stroke and my high blood pressure. Um, I, w- I just got out of debt. And I just, uh, I feel like, you know, if there's any time to really, really change my life or change how I am, it's more not now. So, um, I'm not eating out, but once or twice a month, unless it's special occasions, Valentine's Day, birthdays, celebratories, like, obviously, you know, that's, that's different. That's going to save you money too. Yeah. Now that, yeah, saves me money. 
Hope, and then, uh, I mean, I'll be doing chicken, rice, cauliflower, for the most part. Some iteration of I that. I do that. Mm, I sub the cauliflower for broccoli, but yeah, that's what I do a lot of. See, I don't like broccoli. That's why I do. I get, see, what I do is I kick, because I cook for two. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the ones that have cauliflower and broccoli, chi- mm-hmm. because Emily likes the broccoli. I like the cauliflower. Boom, boom. It works. Done. Exactly. So, get that 90, uh, the 99 cent, the, um, I can't remember which uh, rice it is, but it's the- uh, Uncle Ben's? It is the Uncle Ben's, yeah. And I get the long grain wild rice. Oh, dude, yeah. Microwave. That is so good. Stuff. I have some of that. No, I think mine's rice aroni, but it's long grain wild. And it's like, you're like, oh, this is going to be flavorless. No, it's got flavor. No, it's, it's good. Really good. And it's healthy. I have so many boxes of rice in my pantry because it's 99 <laughs> cents for a box. Yeah. And a box is at least two servings. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a meal. And I'm just like, and then of course, you know, chicken, throw some grill time on that because I can't, I don't want to have salt, that or Mrs. Dash, whatever yeah. I'm feeling. And then, and you I know. I didn't realize for the longest time that Mrs. Dash doesn't have salt in it. Really? Well, yeah. you see, I didn't know any of those things either. I because, think it's salt free for that reason. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. That is the reason. Like, because I was like, man, well, this sucks. I'm going through all my seasonings. Like, everything has high in like, salt and sodium. So, yeah. well, that kind of. I'm kind of messed up and all that. And then, mm-hmm. it, and then I was like, uh, this old lady was like, oh, you can try Mrs. Dash. I was like, oh, okay. And then my parents, they also have that high blood pressure issue. They use grill time, but you can only get it at Kroger. Oh. So every time I go home, I get a big old bo- or a big bottle of it. And it's also uh, sodium-free and it's delicious. Okay. And then, you know, from that, you know, maybe I want to make some stir-fry one day and chop it all up and make stir-fry. Like, yeah. I feel like those You've got three, options. Yeah, those, those are like staples. I, yeah, those can... items, you can kind of make anything out of it. So, yeah. You know, what about yourself? Um, One of mine, so I've decided that, I don't know, so... Last year was a lot. I went through a lot. I made a lot of changes. I did a lot of, I made a lot of personal changes. Um, came to a lot of conclusions that I am satisfied with. And there's some things that I can't change and I'm accepted that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think for me, last year was a year of realization. And so 2019 is a year of action. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of things this year. I'm putting my mind to it that I'm doing a lot of things this year. Um, I'm graduating in May. I am moving after that. I am moving. I'm looking at Colorado. Colorado, yeah. Where I'm shooting or, for. Well, weren't you saying that you might have done the uh, teaching abroad? Like in yeah, Canada I was looking into that China too. Or... I really, so um, me and one of my old roommates, my best friend in the world, um, we're going to go on a road trip this summer. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go to California. We've already found where we're going to stay. Um, so we're going to go uh, to California. On the way back, we're going to stop in Colorado. Um, I'm convincing her to come up there with me, so she's going to move with me. Doesn't I mean, she knows it, but... And so, um, and then we're going to come back to Texas. I I don't know as far as... Um, for me, the timing is all about when I find a job. I have... I just started a new job on the weekends that I really like, um, and I'm pretty much going to be there as long as I'm in Stephenville. I don't know how long I'm going to be in Stephenville till. Um, I have my apartment until the end of july so i might be here until august but um that one of the things is like i'm i'm saving up so that i can do it on my own there you, go. you know yeah. um it's the year of action and so another thing that i've decided that i'm gonna do which is nothing to do with action or any of that um well the first one i guess does have to do with that i'm going to be um not necessarily more of a planner because I, I am actually a planner right now i used to not be mm-hmm. college has like made me grow up which is good um <laughs> but i'm gonna get more <laughs> yeah right i'm gonna um, get more into a routine of things 
um, and stick to that routine. Because you yeah. can like make a plan, you can make a workout plan, you can make a uh, scheduled routine. I'm going to clean my room this time. I'm going to go to bed at this time. But you don't have to stick to it. Yeah. And so I uh, decided I'm going to stick to that because so, I slept for three hours last night. And <laughs> it wasn't fun. I know, me too. But I think that was kind of like, mine was like, kind of nerves. Yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> yo, because like, I really, I love school. No, yeah. But at the same time, I hate it. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> Does that make any sense? No, 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 100% because like, I love school and I love going to class, but there's I, certain anxiety see, with it. I love learning. Yeah. But I hate like a lot of the things that are associated with like school. Exactly. I just want to learn this information. I don't want to be like ridiculed or, and the biggest thing, man, the biggest thing to me is, is like a lot of classes is hard to get involved in Yeah. because like there's just nothing, there's no hands on, no, nothing yeah. to involve you in. I'm really like, if, if I'm, it's bad, but like if I'm not interested, I do so well in the yeah, classes that I'm interested, interested in mm-hmm. and that are interactive. And so, like, I'm kind of worried about these sister and government classes because I never wanted to take them. And so, I, I think it's good that I'm taking them now because I have to pass. Yeah. I have to like do well, so that'll hey, that'll make me do it. But C's get degrees. D's get degrees, bro. Oh yeah, not too right. many of them, that's but right. a couple will get yeah, you a degree. Right. Um, now there are some majors you can totally get D's the entire life. Yeah, absolutely. And so stems like, anything under C is a no bueno. Yeah, um, and then another one of my resolutions, strange, but. So I watch a lot of, like, TV. Um, and I, I'm not cutting down on my TV watches. I'm not. I just, I'm not going to do that. I watch TV all the time. Um, but I usually am doing something while I watch TV. So, like, I'm doing homework or, like. Yeah. Um, but I've decided, number one, that I'm going to stop multitasking. I can't do that. Because, well, see, here's the thing. I I learned a while back that if I focus on like multitasking is a skill mm-hmm. and I have that skill and I'm able to multitask, but I don't want to anymore. I want to monotask. I think I was talking to Lance about this a couple months ago and how monotasking is like better for me because I am at a certain level of ADD and ADHD. And like, I will have so many tabs open on my computer, right? I used to have so many tabs open on my computer yeah, and it would just be like Amazon or Nike or this and that. Or like, I'm going to buy this later. And it's not like I'm waiting until I get paid to buy this. It's like, I'm going to buy it later. I'll do it tomorrow. Or I'll do it next week. Or I'll do no. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, I'm going to either do it or not before I go to bed, exit out of that tab. And like started with little stuff like that. And so I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, there's, I can still multitask, but there's certain stuff that I, so like, uh, when I'm doing homework, I'm not going to watch TV. I'm going... I literally just said I watch I watch TV while I'm doing homework. But no, I'm going to, like, listen to music or listen to music that doesn't have words because if it's got words, I'll want to sing along to it and then I'll draw my attention away mm-hmm. from it. Like, before I go to bed, I do the same thing because I used to watch TV because I need sound to go to sleep. See, I have but my then, fan on. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, or I... Or I can just ask my wiretap, hey, Alexa, play some sleeping sounds. Yeah, right? <laughs> your wiretap. <laughs> I love that you're F- my FBI agent on my computer. Dang right. But yeah, I've decided um, that I'm not going to do as much like... So when I watch TV, I'm not going to watch shows that I've seen before. I'm not going to rewatch shows. Like, I'll rewatch The Office so many times a year. Are you going to rewatch just... Friends? No, I watched Friends. So like, I finished shows last at the end of the year. I I watched Gossip Girl again. I've finished off the, the Office, uh, Parks and Rec, stuff like that. If I've seen it, like if I've watched it through before, I'm not going to do it again. See, I never, I've never been able to rewatch something I've already. Oh, 
Yeah, no, I haven't. Well, it's just like sometimes like I'll put shows on to go to sleep. Yeah. And that's part of it. But then like when it gets towards like the end, like sometimes I'll want to watch it. And then I'll like keep watching and watching and watching. And so then I'm like, number one, um, and I think Lance inspired me to do this actually because he 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 said he like just talked about how he used to watch so much TV and then um, he stopped because there's or he didn't stop watching so much but he stopped watching certain shows because he's like there's just so much good TV out there and I'm wasting my time on this crap basically yeah. and so I like I was like you know what yeah I'm not gonna rewatch anything I've ever seen before there's so many shows on my list or on Netflix or Hulu that I've been wanting to check out but I haven't because I'm like oh well I'm in the middle of watching this right now see I get I'm really picky on what I watch so like I'll start something up first I'll give it two episodes two episodes because pilot isn't always you yeah. Know, I'll give. I'll let it. I'll give it a second chance. For me, and if it's not something, I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, eh. Next. For me, it depends on like what kind of show it is. Um, I'll give like, and this is gonna sound strange that I give shorter shows a longer time, um, or longer sh- shows a shorter. No, I'll give so. Okay, like a show like if I were gonna try and watch The Office and I didn't like it, I would give it maybe a season because it's so short. Pretty Little Liars. I'll give that a season or two. Because I, I like I know I'm gonna like it in yeah. the end, um, which I, I need to go back and watch Pretty Little Liars. I need to go back and watch The Fosters, stuff like that. Like I haven't, I stopped watching them at a certain point, so I want to rewatch them from the beginning. You just came out on Netflix, and evidently it's really good. My, There's mean, just so many good shows out there. I don't know. I feel like whenever something starts to kind of like get dull, I'm just like, eh, next because I don't know. Yeah. I don't watch that much. Like Once Upon a Time, yeah. season one, two, three, loved it. Then yeah. we got to like. The fr- I think it was season four. It was like Frozen, and I was just like, eh, it's just, yeah. it just wasn't grabbing me anymore. So I just I was like, eh, next. See for me, like Thank that you. happens. Next. That happens, and it's like, like I'm not gonna watch it. But then like I'll see like I'll be on the Instagram scrolling through my explore page or something, and it'll pick like the show will pick back up again. And I'm like, oh, I kind of want to know what happened between then and mm-hmm. now. We just watch the recap. I mean, I could. You're, you're absolutely right. I could. Because a lot, I mean, even on YouTube, you can find it. Oh, this season's summarized in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, pretty much. Um, another, what's another resolution that I have? I think that I, responsibility is kind of one. And I think that I'm responsible to a point. Mm-hmm. I think I'm responsible, but I know my limits. Well, I, I mean, you're about to, you're about to really find out how responsible you are. <laughs> well, like. <laughs> Like, it's n- stuff like, okay, I get up and come to work. I go to class every day. I, uh, I'm fed. I know how to cook. I pay my rent on time. Yeah. Things like that. Like, I'm a fully functioning adult person who relies on myself. Yeah. I'm really going to be tested. Um, I'm taking my dog with me when I go. I finally get to take my boy with me. Mm. And um, that makes you grow up a little bit because it's like, I can't just, like, wake up 15 minutes before I have to be at work, you know? Yeah. I got to wake up at least two hours and, like... Hey, let's go let the dog out. Let's feed mm-hmm. him. Let's, you know, get up, take a shower, do all that. Like That's why we get cats. <laughs> I don't like cats. I had one. I don't know if I ever told the story on this podcast. I had a cat once, and um, I was obviously a dog person when I was a kid. Still am. But my parents got me a cat, and I named the cat Bingo Buster Trapezoid <laughs> because I had three names, so I thought the cat needed three names, too. And um, I, my mom says Elmira, and I guess she was just like, 
a little cartoon, but she's like, I want to hug it and kiss it and love it. And like, I just wanted the cat to play with me. So I was like, always holding the cat. And then like, I just like wanted it to play with me really bad, but yeah. it was a cat. It's a cat. Yeah. And so, um, one day I was like trying to play with the cat and the cat scratched me really bad and then ran away <laughs> and I never saw it again. And then a week later, my parents got me a dog. Okay. So it worked out. Um, but I just like want to know that I'm responsible enough to take care of him, you know? I know, man. I want a dog real bad, but at the same time, I'm like, shoot, I can't go on um, vacation, and I got to think about, like, uh, kenneling, boarding him. What am I doing with that? Like, That's true, because, like, two of my roommates have dogs, and Mm -hmm. uh, one of them works every weekend 12 hours a day. And so, like, on her, it's kind of tough, because, like, the dog's at home 12 hours a day, and they're like, if I'm home, I'll, like, let her out and stuff. But, like, you know, we're about to start working the same shifts, so I'm not going to be home, you know? Exactly. Um, And then the other one, she has a big old dog Ben and um he's my son he's my other son and um she's home most of the day so she can actually like take care of him yeah. let him out and all that stuff so but I don't know I just like I think I grew a lot last year and so I'm ready to like act on it Good. you know yeah. yeah I'm the only uh, roommate in my house without a dog Woo! So I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, right? I mean, it's kind of like, and that's the thing. I mean, they're almost like children. Like, you actually have to take care of them? What? Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of nice right now, like, being able to do whatever I want when I want. Like, if I want to go, I want to go home for a couple days, I ain't got to worry about nobody. But, like, I'm going to have to take him with me, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But you could, like, paying for boarding and stuff. Yeah. And dog food. Oh, so expensive. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, 2019 is the year of action. (laughs) Well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump into our music news. Yeah, believe it or not, we actually do have some news for you this week. Um, we're not just going to talk about ourselves for a full hour, just a half an hour. Yeah, full hour is a little too much, a little too much narcissism. Hey, I'm not that full of myself. Narcissist is one of my favorite songs. I think I talked about it on here. But um, what do you got? Well, I got something about Panic the Disco, some Justin Bieber news, and of course, our Super Bowl halftime news. How about yourself? I have a story about Ray Schremer. I got some sports news, of course. Of course, because, you know, the Cowboys are going on, right? Um, we- um, I just want to say, I saw this meme, and it was like, they were, like, making song titles gay, and they said, like, just replace gay and everything, and then they said, panic at the disco, <laughs> and kept it how it was. But did you know that Brendan Urie is married mm-hmm. to a woman? Yeah. He's so just everything. His vocal range... His face. <laughs> He's a good one. Anyways. So Panic pa- at the Disco. Mm-hmm. Panic at the... It's Panic at the Disco. Panic! Uh, the they, disco. Uh, they tem- teamed up with Osbury Park Brewery for a limited edition beer. Ooh. So uh, Osbury Park Brewery will be offering a limited edition Panic at the Disco beer called IP! Exclamation mark ATD. I love that. So I'm just going to... Call it IP. <laughs> because it's, it's like an IPA. That's funny. That so, is classic. So this IP Love was it. sold during uh, the band's sold-out arena show at the Prudential Center in New York, New Jersey on January <clears throat> on January 18th. And the special beer will also be available to purchase at Asbury Park Brewery starting January 19th and then will be sold until supplies run out. So I think that's pretty cool. Wait, what, son- what city? It's going to be in uh, New Jersey. Oh, well, New York. Great. I'm not anywhere near to so. <laughs> well, fun. this is from the frontman Brendan Urie. He goes, I say this often, but beer really is my comfort food. 
He said, with all the traveling I do, it's something I look forward to knowing I can usually find a local beer that represents the city I'm visiting or have one of my classic favorites when I'm feeling homesick. For me, IP is a blend of both those feelings, uniting a familiar taste with something fresh. Uh, You're in the brewery first collabed back in March of 2018 when a small batch was made for a secret stone pony show in Osbury Park. Um, Osbury Park Brewery was co-founded by the musician-turned-lawyer Jeff Plate and Crush Music founder Bob McClinn in 2016. So I think that's pretty cool. This is a microbrewery in New Jersey. Um, they come from a, The owners come from a music background, and they're doing collaborations t- to make beers with um, different artists. So it looks like Panic at the Disco were the first, first ones. Panic? At the disco, and they made their uh, IP exclamation mark ATD. I love that name so much. So I mean, if you're a Panic at the Disco fan, like a limited limited edition beer, it's going to be starting January nineteenth. Um, try to get yourself a hold of it. You know, if you're uh, 21, you can drink. Why not? You know. Yeah, and if you live in that area, I definitely would go for it. I don't live in that area, but I would still consider going for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd definitely try it. It's, it's kind of unique. Oh, I would try it for sure. It's a unique mashup, and it's cool, and I like that, you know? I like it when it's multi- or different genres of things coming together, like things that you don't really, I don't know, think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. All right, so. I get what you mean. I know none of us here are Justin Bieber fans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're a Wait, did Beaver he, damn liar. Didn't you, wait, didn't you think he was a girl? Okay, <laughs> so here's the thing. When I first heard Justin Bieber, I thought he was a lesbian. I thought he was a little girl singing about girls. Okay, the first time I heard Justin Bieber, um, well actually, okay, so, and I remember this very vividly. I was in middle school because I was on the bus mm-hmm. um, in the night before. So we had these channels and I still have them now, but it's like... Um, Mixed channels, like, on your TV, and it's just, like, music channels. Yeah. And so um, I would always turn on, like, the kids' party one or whatever. Because oh. I was a kid, you know? Or, like, the pop party. And um, <laughs> Justin Bieber, um, what song was it? Uh, one Time. One Time came on that one. And so I heard it, and I was listening to it, and I was, like, I was jamming. I was like, oh, my God, he's so cute, blah, blah, blah. So the next day on the bus. I hate you. No, and like they would always like, like pop out with facts about them and stuff too, so it was funny. Um, so the next day on the bus, I get on the bus, and like one less lonely girls on the radio, and I was like, "Oh my god, Megan!" This is one of my really good friends. We've been friends Megan. since second grade, like, and she's crazy. She actually got arrested for uh, assaulting her roommate. But anyways, <laughs> oh my god, Jesus, they were, they were roommates. roommates. They were not anymore. <laughs> Pretty sure she has a restraining order. Jeez. But I was like, oh, my God, Megan, is that a lesbian on the radio? And she was like, what? And I was like, it's a girl singing about other girls. Is she a lesbian? And she was like, no, that's Justin Bieber. And I was like, oh, my God, Justin Bieber? I was like, I know who Justin Bieber is. I saw him on my TV last night. Oh, my God, he's so cute. Uh, and that's how, and that's don't judge me. Geez, I, I was I'm, a little girl like everyone else, okay? But that's how I discovered Justin Bieber. Um... I'm hold on, give me one second. So if you want to like go and look through all of his albums, I have them all up until um believe. Hmm. I have uh, my world, hello. No 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 oh, like I know every single every single one of these songs from beginning to end. I know every single word. Do you know that I begged my mom to get me the C D, right? And then I would listen to it every single day when I got home from school. 
Also, there was My World 2.0. I had acoustic, too. My World Acoustic. Oh. And then um, My World 2.0. Oh, my God. I'm reminiscing right now. I'm such a little kid. Because he had that one song with Sean Kingston when Sean Kingston was cool. No, I'm not. Like, come on. And then um, the acoustic version of Prey. The extra festive version of um, All I Want for Christmas. Okay, but Under the Mistletoe, he had a great Christmas album. And then I think that's when I stopped. Uh, because I, I remember, um, no, Believe was when I stopped. Because I remember um, I remember all of these songs. Jeez. Um, all I need is beauty with Nicki Minaj. Um, and then there was also um, Boyfriend. I remember watching the Boyfriend music video my freshman, was it freshman year? Either freshman year or sophomore year in high school. I was in Spanish class. I mean, my friend Aaron, we're freaking out. We're like, oh, my God, he's so hot. <laughs> we're like, oh, my God. Because that was, like, after he'd cut his hair and just, like, <laughs> we're like, oh, my gosh. He's so cute. Like, he's a hot. Anyways, that's my that's my Justin Bieber ramble. <laughs> if you Say what you want about me. You may not think it, but I was a believer to the max. I had all of the wristbands. She, I, I almost had the cardboard cut out, but mom said no. She was right. Still. Anyways, we have news about Justin Bieber. So Justin Bieber is releasing a greatest hits album. Uh, but, I mean, do you think there's going to be new music on it? Or do you think it's just going to be? Okay, so here's the thing. I, no. I don't think there's usually new music on a greatest hits album. I'm going to write well, down my track list to this greatest hits album, though. Uh, I'll reveal it at the end of the episode. Give me a pen. Here you go. Well, believe it. Believe it or not. Um, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> His career turns 10 this year. So he's been, I, I think, he's, yeah. So I was 11. And he was 15. Uh, and they were roommates. Oh, my God. So back in 2009, the teenage YouTuber caught uh, Scooter Braun's attention and released his first EP, My World, which boasted fan favorite bops like uh, One Time and One Less Lonely Girl. Which yes. You were <laughs> Both of those songs were very influential to me when I was a young girl. So, I mean, he's had four studio albums, four world tours, and at least three number one hits, right? I want to say. At least three. At least three. And so, to celebrate that defining um, decade, the newly married singers compiled. Yeah, he's all- married now. Newly married. Well, didn't they, like, share, like, didn't they have, like, lice together? And it was like, oh, it was so... I don't... Their wedding was real... Well, they had... They both end up getting lice together, and they said it was so romantic. Oh, yeah. Remember? (laughs) They're kind of a cringy couple, but, like, I'm happy that they're both happy. Exactly. Their happiness is good, but it's just, like, at the same time, it's like, keep that stuff to yourself, please. I don't don't need to hear that. Um... <laughs> so, he's compiling all of his best songs into a greatest hits collection called appropriately the best. And uh, Bieber hasn't com- commented on the release yet, but Universal Music Japan confirmed the news on Instagram, unveiling the album's black and white cover and re- revealing its release date February twenty seventh, uh, just a few days before the, the pop star's twenty fifth birthday. Oh my gosh! Okay, so one of my friends, we didn't go to high school together, but like. Who went to high schools in neighboring towns? Um, she is still a Justin Bieber fan, mm. and like, like even like grown Wait, up. Is Bieber. he still making music? Or? Yeah, he had an album come out like a couple years ago, I guess. Oh, my phone just died. Anyways, um, he like she's still such a Justin Bieber fan. I'm, I want to like I'm gonna like find this article and send it to her and be like, 
Mer- happy birthday. <laughs> like, but also I have at least five songs that are going to be on this album already that I know oh, off the top of my head. Right. It's ba- going to be is a good baby going to be on that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, one less lonely girl. One time, baby, you smile, never let you go. And that's just from his first, like, three albums. See, Baby is the only song I can even think of off the top of my head, and that's just because it got stuck in my head because I hate it so much. Okay, but, like, I'll play some for you later, and you'll be like, oh, that's Justin Bieber. And you're like, oh, I like this song. I don't like that I like it. Just like you like Ariana Grande. Yeah, I was like, I was just about to say, I was like, yeah, it's quite possible as he grew up. Yeah. You know? He but... grew up, and things happen. So... Uh, mm. Anyway, we'll move on. So NFL has finally confirmed their 2019 Super Bowl halftime performers. Yeah. Which, I mean, we already had discussed on who we, or, well, we already discussed because there, there had been a rumor earlier that Maroon 5, and that was last semester. That yeah. That we were talking that Maroon 5 was going to be, and then there was a bunch of, oh, no, maybe we're not going to do it. And then they kind of were bouncing around. But I guess what what really came out was that Adam Levine um, has been reported. He was struggling to find collabs for the big show. Well, so. okay. And here's the thing. Um, there have been a lot of uh, people out there in the music industry who have said, no, they didn't want to do it. Right. So they've just been, I guess, been having issues on um, – getting another performer because i i always thought that the halftime show was just one band or one performer well so usually it is right usually it's one uh group and they'll come out and then they may have like another artist who sings a song with them um justin timberlake i think he did last year's and he had uh, someone else come out and perform with him and it lived that's how it is um when janet jackson did it and she had uh Justin Timberlake come out there with her. That's usually how it is, is that uh, someone, uh, like, someone big will come out and do it, and then they'll have someone perform with them. It was supposed to be Rihanna this year, but she turned it down um, in support of Colin Kaepernick. And so that's why a lot of artists turned it down. I think they considered Cardi B for a little bit. She said she wouldn't do it. A lot of artists just came out and said that they wouldn't do it. Gotcha. And so Maroon 5. um, Actually, let me see. I've... Maroon Five. I mean, they said that they would. Yeah, they, um, and they had talked about that like three, four months ago. If I remember right, yeah. because we had been talking about it. But I th- see they were looking at uh, Mary J. Blige, Usher, Lauren Hill, and Nicki Minaj. Um, they weren't interested. I mean, didn't? Uh, and they they don't want to be associated with it, really. Well, um, so. well yesterday, January thirteenth. Um, the NFL confirmed the lineup for the annual event, including um, Travis Scott, Big Boy, and, of course, Maroon 5. Okay, so I can tell you why I'm not excited about this. Um, I don't know. I <laughs> we were talking about, I was talking about this with some of my friends yesterday, and I was like, oh, let me go through Maroon 5's greatest hits. And, like, they have some good music. Yeah. I don't think it's pump-up-y enough. Pump-up-y enough. That's, like, poppy enough. For halftime, like they'll sing "Sugar," which will be a good one to rouse up the crowd, and um, maybe "Wake Up Call." That was a good one. Um, they had a good couple of ones this year come out, but I just it 
you know, it's just not like, and in the halftime show, 100% doesn't have to be rap or hip hop or like no. hip hop or, or like rock or pop or alternative. It can, like, be anything. it can be anything. I just don't think that they're going to do all that. No, not that they're, I think they'll perform great. I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I get a really like halftime vibe for them because if you look at the past shows, like. I think pink would be good. Yeah. Pink would be good. I think she's, she's done it before she too. Does crazy. Oh, absolutely. Crazy shows. I mean, Justin I'm Timberlake to... did amazing last year. See, I don't really. I don't think I really watched that much. It was like, uh, oh, he did a tribute to Michael Jackson too, which was good. Oh, okay. Um, it well, was really like they fully take uh, advantage of those electronics. And... See, the last one that I remember is Katy Perry coming out on that lion. Oh yeah. For Roar. That was just, oh, that was just kind of insane. I hadn't seen that before, like any time prior. I think um, I, I'm trying to think of what band that ended up doing it one year, and it was uh, it's an older band. Like I want to say it's, I don't know, like Death Leopard, Van Halen era. So like, um, well, okay, well there you got the yeah. I'm looking at the list right now, right, and so. Back in 2000, um, it was Phil Collins, hey, Christina Aguilera, oh, yeah, Enrique Iglesias, and an 80-person choir. So, like, they do stuff where they have different, like, artists, but, like, okay, they usually have a theme. Uh, one year, the th- 1998, the theme was a tribute to Motown's 40th anniversary. Okay. So, Boys to Men, Smokey Robinson, Queen Latifah, Martha Reeves, The Temptations, like, you know, usually they all have, like, all something in common. Or, like, 2004. Even then, that was Janet Jackson, Kid Rock, P. Diddy, Nelly, and Justin Timberlake. But, like, then you have your, like, oh, where it's just one. So, 2005, Paul McCartney. 2006, The Rolling Stones. Um, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers were in 2008. The Who was in 2010. I remember Madonna's in 2012. Uh, Beyonce in 2013. I remember Bruno Mars and the Hot Chili, and the hot, Red Hot Chili Peppers. It might have been The Who I'm thinking of. Uh, they were, like, winded. They did not perform very well. Yeah. <laughs> they kept yeah. dancing and around the stage and they could not breathe. Coldplay, Beyonce, and Bruno Mars were in 2016. I definitely remember that one. Um, last year was Justin Timberlake. And so um, I just don't um, – I just don't know. I'm not too jazzed about it. Um Oh, Lady Gaga. Maybe Lady Gaga was last year. Lady Gaga, I think, was last year. Justin. No, Justin Timberlake was last year. Lady Gaga was the year before. Um, <laughs> so I just don't know. Like, I think they'll do okay. I'm just, like, easing into it. Also, it's like, usually they do um, artists who've done songs together. Mm. And to my knowledge, they haven't done a song together. Okay. Like well, it'd be, it would make sense if like Cardi B was there and like they brought her out for girls like you. Yeah. But so I don't know. It just feels random to me. But we'll see, yeah, we'll kind of see how it goes. I mean, we got that uh, that performance going to be February third. Uh, Maroon Five, Big Boy, and Travis Scott. They're going to be performing for um, the Patriots and the Saints in the Super Bowl. So okay, whatever. <laughs> we don't actually know who's performing at this or who is going to be in the Super Bowl. I just yet. told you. you that ain't no guess. That's who's going to be. Are you done now? I am done. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Ray Schremer 
no flex. Zone. Boom. Ray Schremer, it's it's ear drummers backwards. If you didn't know, mm-hmm. now you know. Um, pretty much they're going to be over. Slim Jimmy um, shocked fans when he announced that the duo was breaking up. He, of course, took it to Twitter and he implied that he's done being in the group and plans to pursue a solo career. He said, I'm not Ray Schremer, I'm Slim Jimmy, and I'm going to sink or swim by myself. Um, y'all wanted to rap. And then he like he deleted the tweets, of course, but this is him on Twitter. Um, he also made a reference to the other half of Ray Schremer, um, Sway Lee, and said, y'all still got your man, Sway. Y'all be scrape. Yeah, with a K. Um, number one, him and Sway Lee are brothers. Like, they're brothers. Yeah, they're like, they actually. live together. Like, the holidays are going to be so awkward. Mm, yeah, definitely. Mm. Think about it. Like, around the dinner table. Oh, hey, uh, Sway Lee, how you doing? Oh, yeah, good. Popping off, you know, million dollars. Oh, yeah. hey, how, how you doing? Uh, uh, I saw a dog yesterday. <laughs> Still living at home, yeah? I mean, yeah. they're only, well, actually, I take that back. They're probably older than I think now. Because when I first started listening to them, they were like 16, 17, right? Um, and that was like three years ago. So they might be 20, 21. Maybe even older. We're going to find out My frame out of reference today. isn't the greatest. So, um, Sway Lee is 19 and Slim Jimmy is 21. Boom. I was Wait, right. no, no, no. And that was in 2015. Oh. Well. So, they're... Uh, wow, it's been that long. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was high school. Oh, man. That's when I graduated high school. Oh, man. Did my... Like, we, I know we've talked about this before. My frame of reference is like... Yeah, it's kind of... Skewed a little. Well, um, yeah, they <laughs> wow. are breaking up evidently. Um, well, well, not the full group, just um, well, they're the only two in the group. It's them, the group is them. It'll still be well, so like, I mean, they'll be solo acts, yeah. But and the thing is, like, they've done solo stuff while they've agreed to do solo stuff. Like, Sway Lee's been on plenty of songs, yeah. And I so mean, Slim Jimmy, I, I. Out of the two that I've heard, solo and like on other people's, yeah, definitely Sway Lee. Yeah, and so this is what me and Lance were talking about. Sway Lee is really good at making hooks, mm-hmm. and he's also really good at getting himself on songs that he is the lesser known artist on. That's how you push yourself out yeah. there. Um, whereas Slim Jimmy, he was like, Slim Jimmy had a really good song with Trill Sammy, but people know Slim Jimmy and they don't know Trill Sammy. So you're reaching out to a smaller audience. Exactly. Versus Sway Lee's doing the opposite. And he said, you know, um, music-wise, he said Slim Jimmy does some really good music, but Sway Lee can do a good hook. And so, like, he's like, he's a really good rapper, and Sway Lee does a good hook, so that's why they work so good together. But um, now that they're going separate, you know, it's they're, they're better together because they in, um, they're from Mississippi. They had their latest album, Shrim, which Shrim three, um, in May, and it was a triple album. So, well, I'm I'm curious on why they broke up in the first place. Well, I think that it was so. At first, I thought that it was Sway Lee wanting to go his separate ways and like be on his own and do his thing. Yeah, but it's really Slim Jimmy, and Lance is like, "Do you think he's jealous?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think he's like." It's like, oh, you're going to the prom with James. Right. It's like. But you know, I wanted to go to the prom with James. I mean, think about oh, it. Fine, I'm not even going to prom. 
and it's kind of funny how we talk about like whole, the Genesis situation. Yeah, I mean because um, Phil Collins wasn't he wasn't a singer he was a he was a drummer. Yeah, exactly. And he would always like teach the new like singer, hey, this is how you sing these songs. This is how we do it. And then like eventually they're like, dude, why don't you just sing? Yeah, exactly. And he's like, all right. And now we got Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah, Phil Collins. So um, and it's just like I like. I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand this. Like, I, because even a part of the group, like, I feel like, I feel like it's almost like a relationship kind of deal, right? Yeah. Um, why, why be jealous of somebody else's success? Yeah. Why not be happy for them? Definitely because you're succeeding with them. Their success is your success. Exactly. So it's just like your names are associated with each other. So and well, like yeah. when their triple album came out, um, it had Jim Tro, which is. Uh, Slim Jimmy's solo project, uh, Swaycation, which is Sway Lee's solo, solo project, and a joint Ray Sherman album. And Lance was like, honestly, um, he was like, Jim Cho was pretty good. Swaycation was a little better. But their joint Ray Sherman album was the best out of all three of those. And that shows that they're stronger together. Right. So, um, man, that kind of. That sucks to see them going by. So I remember that No Flex Zone came out like high school, and it was, oh man, that was a good song. Well, and it's funny because I like saw a bunch of memes about it, and they were like, "Y'all been telling Sway Lee that he's so good and to go on his own for long for four years now. So now that he's finally doing it, which y'all got to say, <laughs> and so um, I don't know. I mean, I like their music. They've been, I, they've done well. They've had a lot of success. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. They've had a lot of success. Um, That's why. Yeah. Oh well. I just think that hopefully, hopefully they uh, come back soon. You know, <laughs> like Black Beatles. Come on. Somebody go but like, get he dancing like a stripper. They got a lot. No, yeah, they I have a songs. lot of up like Donald Trump. I remember that song. Like I ain't got no type. Yeah, that is the only thing that I like. Yeah. And so, like, uh, throw some mo. I'm pretty sure Nikki was on that one. And so, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, like, come on. And then they had a Power Glide. They had who was on that one? Power Glide. Or is that was that just? I thought they had a feature on that. Um, I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, Juicy J. That's right. So, Me like, Juicy J got too many flows. <laughs> so, like. I, I don't know. I, I don't, don't understand it because, like, I, they're very successful together. Yeah, they are, and they've had a lot of good uh, stuff come out this year. So I don't know. I think that maybe he just decided that he kind of wants to step away from it. Yeah, and maybe try to find himself, I guess. I mean, you know, I don't know. Y'all had the same success together. Yeah. This could be us, but you're playing. Oh, I like that song. Oh, see, they had some good stuff. That's why I don't know. I mean, hopefully they have some good success, but like I mean, you know. individually, I'm sure they'll do fine. But I think as a duo, they will do great. So yeah. I think they're better as a duo for sure. So I hope you know. Regardless, we're going to get new music out of it. So yeah, that's something to look forward. Works for me. <laughs> um, sports news. I don't. Cowboys lost. It's okay because my boy, the Saints, the Patriots are both winners. The boys, whatever. You're a freaking brother, Texans fan, brother Breeze, and uh, brother Breeze. I was rooting for Drew Breeze because I'm not an Eagles fan. 
Um, I'm I'm really not. I'm a Cowboys and fan. Which I'm means not I'm a not Texans fan. fan. I just like JJ Swat. I don't know any of the JJ players Swat. anymore. Do you just say JJ Swat again? Just dang right. Do you, are you doing it on purpose? Yeah, that's okay. his name. I JJ Swat. Whatever. Swats them balls down, baby. Anyways, so the teams left are Patriots, Patriots, Saints, Saints, Rams, Chiefs. I am gonna go for the Chiefs. Um. Just because I really like Patrick Mahomes. He's a really good young quarterback. Um, I'm 100% not going to root for the Patriots because I'm, I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm not a Tom Brady fan. Um, I'd like to see Drew Brees get another one before the old man retires, though. I could I could be, for, for, be, be cool with that. Um, I don't know. I just think that it's going to be... I just know I'll be happy with the outcome either way if it's the Saints or if it's the Patriots. I, either way. Yeah, I think that yeah, I think that I'd be cool with it either way. Um so next week uh it's going to be the Rams versus the Saints, which the, the Rams were the number 2 seed. It, Saints are one, right? Yeah. And then the Patriots versus the Chiefs. I'd like to see I'd like to see a Chiefs Rams Super Bowl. I mean, I'd I'd go for Drew Brees, but um Sean McVay is the coach for the Rams. He's really young. He's real cute, too. Um, but he's That's like, why she's voting for him. Honestly, I really didn't want to lose to him. Ooh, but I was like, if we have to cute. lose to anyone, we'll lose to him. Um, no, but he's a, like, his like, first year, I think, as head coach. And so um, it'd be good for him. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to see a, a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl. I just don't want to see a Patriots Super Bowl. So there's that. Um, we have no Tarleton sports to talk about. Um, well, actually, I did do uh, the girls basketball game the other oh, day yeah, yeah, yeah. and they ended up winning by 38 points so that was pretty insane pretty close game huh yeah well it's <laughs> it was a fairly high scoring game at least for tarleton for a women's basketball we made it into the 80s which for women's basketball for college is high well and see i've been watching so like i'll watch the men's game and the mm-hmm. women's games and sometimes the women definitely score more than the men and i'm just like Okay. I don't know. I was just like, I was like, oh, okay. I'm looking at the score, and I'm like, dear lord, we are blowing them out of the water. <laughs> I love that. I love to see that. I love to see our Tarleton so, teams doing well. So we got our basketball teams. They're going. Uh, I believe we got um, softball and softball starts up in two. Softball and baseball start up in two ish weeks. Boom. So r- right now we you got, know I'll beat every game. <laughs> we still we got our uh, basketball going on right now, and then we got our softball and baseball starting up in two weeks. So of course we'll keep you updated on uh, what everything that's going on with them. But in the meantime, thank you for listening, and uh, catch you next time on another episode of Wave Wave of the Planet. Planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.